I don't know how Emma Chamberlain does this. She's always saying how she records her podcast on her bed. My Yeti mic is sitting on top, is bouncing on top of a pillow right now. And I really hope it doesn't fall. Um, anyway, welcome back to the podcast this week with capital T. My name is Tiffany. I'm your host. And uh, right now it is Sunday, the 7th of November. Yesterday I had to work and it was whenever we fell back, fell back. Yeah, fell back. So I had an extra hour of work. And by the end of it, I was like knocked out. I was so tired. And I always schedule myself for those days where um, it's fall back. And I don't realize it until a couple days leading up to it. I'm like, dang it, I did it again. But it's okay. We get paid for the extra hour. Um, So if you guys are new to this podcast, my name is Tiffany. I'm a pediatric oncology nurse. I'm a virtual nursing mentor. I'm a guest speaker for universities. Um, I am... Hello to VRN. Um, I wrote a book called Trading My Own Course. It was published in August. You can find it on Amazon and Kindle Books and Barnes and Nobles. Um, and I have this podcast that I talk about my dating life. I talk about finding myself, my self-discovery journey, and um, important lessons that I've learned throughout life. And so hopefully you guys can turn my experiences into life lessons that you guys can incorporate into your life. Um, But before I start into jump into what the episode is about, which is red flags, I usually like to do a recap of my week. And um, so let's get into that. Uh, Yesterday, no, two days ago, I had bought AirPods because I lost mine and I came home the next day and I unwrapped it. It was fully wrapped. Okay. Opened it. No AirPods in there. Crazy. I was, I was literally on FaceTime with my friend and I was like, what the heck? And he was like, what's going on? And I flipped the camera and he was like, what? That's never happened to me. Target. Who is sleeping at Target or who is sleeping at Apple? Um, and so I was like, oh my gosh, like, I hope that they, that they don't think that I stole it when I go to Target. And so when I went to Target, I made sure not to look like a bum, not to look like somebody who would steal. And I came in with like my heels and my Louie. <laughs> and I was like, like, and my dad was like, please don't think I stole it. Please don't think I stole it. And I showed it to the lady at customer service. And she was like, what? Like, that's never happened before. I said, I don't know me neither. And I was like, just imagine if this was a Christmas gift. How embarrassing would that be for your friend or your family member to open it up and nothing was in there? Oh my gosh, that's so embarrassing. Anyway, they were really nice about it. I mean, they it took some time for them to figure out like how to put it in the system or whatever and to exchange me with a new one. But Apple AirPods are on sale at Target for $115. $115, the second generation. Um, so go get yours now. I've been looking at like the Black Friday deals, mostly on TikTok. Um, like on Walmart and Costco. I don't even have a Costco membership, but one of my family members does. Um, but I think this is like the first year where I'm actually looking at Black Friday deals, like home stuff. And I feel like such an adult, like vacuums and um, like uh, what what do I really want? Oh, the Dyson, the Dyson vacuum, the one with the ball, the Dyson ball. 
oh my gosh, I have been waiting for that for like a year for it to come on sale because the vacuum that I have is so freaking heavy and then my like robot thingy can only hold so much. So I'm waiting for that to come on sale. And usually like the past couple of years, I don't really go out to go Black Friday shopping or do any online for the most part. I just do like clothes. I'm like, it's just clothes but like now this year i'm like okay like i need to take advantage i think the revlon um one styler uh like hair dryer that i have it's going on sale for like 30 bucks something insanely cheap like that or 25 dollars at costco and i swear by that but the one that i have right now i've had it for i don't know a couple of years now they have so much hair on it like it's just so much hair so i think i want a new one and it's so cheap um what else happened uh yeah the other day i went to yo-yo's hot dog if you don't live in houston there is a, a hot dog stand called yo-yo's hot dog super famous in h-town and i waited in line for 50 minutes in the cold for a hot dog was it worth it i haven't had yo-yos in a while but so so i was like all right I, if i'm waiting 50 minutes in line i better get two hot dogs I finished the first one. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't even eat the second one anymore. I was so full. Um, but I went by myself and I just put my AirPods in. It was nice vibes. I was kind of scared I was going to run into somebody, which if I did, I wouldn't mind. Because um, I'm, I'm, I'm at this place where I'm like pretty okay with being by myself. I'm like, actually, I'm not pretty okay. I'm very okay being by myself. Um, and when I tell other people, they're like, oh, you went by yourself? I'm like, yeah. Like. I forget that it's not, I don't know, should I say normalized to go out to places by yourself, like to go eat out by yourself? Um, anyway, so I had this extra hot dog lying around and I didn't want it to go to waste. So I was trying to find somebody like, because I had parked my car um, not far away, but at a good distance. And then the guys I was going to go up to they were so cold that they ran off and I was like all right that's just the story of my life so I came back to my apartment I parked my car in the garage and then I saw this girl and this guy walk to the same elevator that I was walking to and they were around the same age and so we talked for a little bit and I was like hey like I have this extra hot dog from yo-yo's hot dog and I can't finish it because I already ate one like do you guys want it um and they said no because they had already gone to dinner but she was so nice she was like oh I love your outfit I don't have any friends like would you want to be friends and I'm like yeah sure and turns out we live on the same floor a couple doors down from us so I gave her my number she's 22 and the guy I didn't get the guy's age um but they go uh, to school for communications and I was like oh my gosh we love this making friends in my apartment because I don't have any friends in my apartment um but that's how my week's been. Um, I'm week- working tonight and then I'm working tomorrow night. And then I get two days off. It sucks like having just two days off because the first day you're really just recuperating and sleeping the entire day. Um, so that's kind of a day's wasted. But it's okay. I get to work with one of my best friends, Rachel. Um, all right, let's get into the gist of the episode. So over the past couple months, I've talked to a couple of guys, a handful of guys, um, and my 
uh, friends have also talked to a handful of guys. And so we kind of all share our experiences together and our situations and we kind of feed off of each other. So if one person has gone through the same situation, we kind of want to know, okay, so what did you do when you went through this kind of thing? Um, so first situation that I feel like everybody will encounter. If you haven't encountered it, you probably will. Even if you're a guy, it goes both ways. They canceled plans on me. Now what? Is this a red flag? What do I do? Being canceled on on the day up is probably one of the most annoying things ever because you already got dolled up. You already got dressed up wherever you need to go. And um, if they were supposed to come over, then you would have already like cleaned your apartment and washed your clothes and like cleaned everything up, picked everything up. And um, you basically set out a time block for them for your day for you guys to hang out. And he probably or she probably um, pre-planned this a week before. And you guys were so excited to see each other. And then the morning of, he's like, hey, I'm really sorry, but something, something popped up. I'm so sorry, but I, I can't make it. Oh, my God. That infuriates me just like thinking about it. But I've learned over the past times that I've been canceled on, take that opportunity to do something else because you will literally be sitting at home all dolled up, ready to go, and just being so upset at him. And I'm saying him, but you can think of it vice versa. You'll be so upset at him for canceling the plans And all this bad energy and bad juju is just going to sit within you. And that's all you're going to be doing is sitting at home doing nothing because that's what your mind is consumed about. How come he canceled? What is he doing? Is he really out here doing, you know, whatever he said, you know, whatever, like his car broke down or his sibling got COVID, whatever. That's all you're going to be doing if you're sitting at home. So the best thing to do is to go out and make other plans. Don't think that he's the only person that you have. No, 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 no. It doesn't work like that. You have other people waiting in line to hang out with you. Put that in your mindset, okay? Other people want to hang out with you. Make plans with them, okay? The first thing that I do when a guy cancels on me, I hit up all my other friends. Hey, um, I'm free tonight. Do you want to hang out? Da, 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 okay and usually for the most part those plans end up being way more fun than the plan that I had with him for example one time I um this guy had asked me to go get brunch with him and I said sure like we had been talking for some time and um in the morning he was literally driving on his way over here to pick me up to go to brunch And he called me and he was like, hey, I'm really sorry. Um, My friend is like in distress right now and I need to go like console her. And I said, sure, whatever. I didn't really know what was going on. But if you watched the first episode with a capital T, then you know exactly what happened. But instead of staying at home, because I knew I had the choice to either stay at home and be sappy and be sad or go out and, you know, have fun. So I chose to hit up my girl, Rachel, and say, hey, like, we need to go out, like, pronto. 
So we ended up going to um, this restaurant. And I'm not going to say what restaurant it is because it's the same restaurant that he works at. Uh, yeah, we've done some out-of-pocket things before. But we're not going to talk about that. So we went to that restaurant and we had brunch. And then after that, we went to a psychic. And then after that, uh, we went on the dating apps and made like a joint hinge profile and got boba together. And it was probably one of the more fun days that we've had. Me and Rachel always have fun together. But that particular day was just crazy because people were coming back from the past. Like guys were coming back from the past. And it was just whenever me and Rachel hang out, things just happen. And it's just very weird. Like our vibes bring more energy when we're together. And I don't know what it is. But that was so much fun. And um, my other friends, like, when they get canceled on, they'll be boohooing to me. And I'm like, girl, let's go out. Let's go out. Let's go eat. Let's go to the park. And let's get your mind off of it. Now, the other thing is, is it a red flag? Depends on his excuse. Depends on his excuse. If his car breaks down. All right, is he sending you a snap of the broken car? Is he sending you pictures that, you know, he's being towed away? Um, if it's a family emergency, what's family emergency? Are they communicating with you? If it's kind of shady and, like, they don't really want to talk about it, okay, fine. Maybe some people don't want to talk about it. But I don't – it's it's very hard to tell, especially when you're new in the talking stage, to tell if they're telling the truth or not. So – don't let it slide completely, but just keep that in mind because over time, if you start seeing these little things that don't match up together, then that's when you got to go. You got to go. But let's say somebody overslept. I was talking to a guy. He works a night shift. We were supposed to hang out like 4 p.m., 5 p.m. ish, and he overslept. But at that point of my life, I was kind of like on this high horse because I had given him so many chances prior to that, or maybe like two chances prior to that. And um, he overslept and I didn't talk to him for months. He was apologizing to me. He was blowing up my phone and I never responded at all for months. And I went out to go eat with my sisters and their friend. So that was definitely a red flag because I had given this guy so many chances um, and everything was just building up and building up. Um, So if it's the first time that they cancel on you and it's early in the talking stages, you still don't really know their true character. They might be telling the truth. So I would let it slide, but don't forget. Let it slide, but don't forget. Second scenario. We've been talking for some time, but my friend found him on the dating apps. I can't stress how many eyes you have on you, especially when you're on the dating apps. When I go on the apps, there's so many guys that I personally know in real life that if they were to have a girlfriend, oh, oh my gosh, that would be crazy because so many people swipe through you every single day. 
How would you not be scared for somebody to find you on the dating apps and send it back to your girl or their friend or whomever? You have to have some real balls to do that. But at the same time, if you're talking to someone and it's early in the talking stages and you guys haven't established, you guys haven't had that conversation yet about are we going to see other people, then it's fair for them to be on the dating apps. But let's say that you guys have been talking for a while and you guys already established that, okay, we're only going to see each other. We're not going to be dating other people. We're not going to be on the dating apps. And your friend texts you a screenshot of him on the dating apps. And um, let's say that it's Hinge. And on Hinge, you have to like somebody's picture and you have to either like or comment or both. That's That means that they're actively on it, right? For your friend to be like, he just liked my picture today. He's actively on it. Cut him off. Doesn't matter. Cut that man off. You are not an option. You are not going to be one of five other people that he's talking to. If you know your self-worth and you have self-respect, you know he's not all that. He is not all that for you to be so gung-ho hung up on him that you're boo-hooing that he's on the dating apps. Forget him. Move on. Now, if he is on, let's say he's on Bumble or he's on Tinder and you see and and your friend um, screenshots them, their profile. But on Tinder, I don't think you can say anything or comment anything. You kind of just swipe. And let's say she was like, yeah, I swiped left on him, but I saw him there. Like she screenshotted it to you. Then it gets tricky because some guys a lot of guys, they're just dumb. I'm sorry, but they're just dumb and they don't know how these apps work. So maybe you guys had to talk and he deleted the app. All he did was delete the app from his home screen. But if you know, you have to go in and actually delete your account for your profile to completely go away. You can't just delete the account. Even if you delete the account, people can still see your profile. So that might be the case. If the guy that you're talking to doesn't really know how to use apps. That could be scenario number one. But like I said, on the flip side, if they know what they're doing, if they have had the apps for a while, they know how it works. If they are talking to somebody else and you feel like you already established your ground and what you guys are, move on. Move on. There is no guy out there who is so, so freaking special for you to be okay with him talking to somebody else. Especially when you guys have already talked about what you guys want out of each other. Unless you're okay with that. Unless you're looking for something casual. But if you're looking for something serious. Then you're only harming yourself by staying in that situation. One time I told this guy. And it wasn't. This wasn't. Um. This didn't have to do with me finding him on the dating apps, but I just knew it was a toxic situation. I told him, I said, I have too much self-respect for myself to stay in this situationship. And that's what I told him. And I left. And I 
that's I just left. Because once you know your self-worth and you know what you can bring to the table, you will not be out here fumbling with other guys that don't deserve your time. You will know when you find a high-value man because they will be on the same level as you. If you're a high-level woman, you are smart enough to know what are red flags. You are smart enough to know when to go, when to let them go. But if you are still out here trying to pursue somebody who you know is not good for you, then you need to take a step back and ask yourself, am I ready for a relationship? Am I really ready to seriously date? Because you're willing to pursue somebody who you know might hurt you because they're already giving you red flags. So you need to have a self-test, self-check on yourself. Say, hey, am I really in the right mindset? Do I have enough confidence within myself to go out and talk to other people and potentially be in a serious relationship with them? I've seen too many times girls who they don't know their worth And that's why they're still talking to the toxic person that they're talking to right now. Because they don't have enough strength, enough backbone, enough self-respect to walk away from a situation that they know is no good for them. Trust me when I say, once you know your worth, it is so easy to walk away. And I've said this time and time again, time and time again. First of all, if you leave without looking hurt because you won't be hurt once you know your worth and you want you have to leave a guy you won't be hurt you'll just be like all right there's other fish in the sea you're not that special you are not that special for me to hang around it doesn't hurt at all i kind of went on a tangent with that but that was situation number two so it could be a red flag um it can be a red flag if they're already talking if you're already talking and have said what you guys wanted to be and your friend actively saw them on the dating app and commented on their picture or whatever that's a red flag but if he doesn't know that you have to delete the account in order for the profile to go away then it's not a red flag he just doesn't know how to work the apps all right situation number three. Oh, i've heard this and i'm sure People who are listening have heard this. He wants to go to the flow. He wants to go with the flow. What does that mean? I've said this before. So I know what I meant when I said it. So when I say I want to go with the flow, deep down inside, I know that me and that person will not be anything serious because they don't check off my boxes. But I still like having them around. I still like talking to them. I still like hanging out with them. And I think that they're attractive. But I don't see anything serious with them. And when I listen to other podcasts about guys talking about like going with the flow, that's pretty much what they mean too. Basically, they just want something casual when they say, I want to go with the flow. If you're looking into seriously, seriously dating and they tell you that, Don't waste your time because 
you might think, oh, let's go with the flow. Like, I know that we're never going to date or anything, but they could be a good friend. Doesn't work. Never works. Because you already saw them in your mind as attractive and that they are your type. But for whatever reason, y'all can't be together seriously. And so there's way too much temptation having them as your quote unquote friend because then your feelings can get involved and they pro- they probably will and his feelings will probably get involved and then it just gets messy. So if you're looking into seriously dating and somebody says, oh, let's go with the flow, get out before you get yourself hurt, before you start catching feelings for somebody who you know is no good for you or who's not going to, you know, be a serious significant other in the future. Somebody you will know when somebody is serious about you. And I tell my friends this all the time because so many times my my girlfriends they'll text me like I don't know what this means, like I'm so confused. He's giving me all these um he's like giving me not giving me um what what do you call it? like leading me on, but I don't know like what his intentions are. When you find the right one, they will not make you question their intentions for you. You will not be confused about their feelings towards you because they will communicate that with you. You will not be, you will not question whether they're in it for the right reasons because they will lay it out so clear for you. And they will communicate with you that it will just be so easy in the beginning. Not to say relationships are easy, but in the beginning, it's going to be so easy. Like you guys will just click and things will just connect and it's almost effortless. But when you have to work against gravity, when you have to work against God's work and you feel like, man, this is so much work and you're pushing and forcing something to happen, it's not going to happen. Things will unravel the way that it's supposed to happen. So don't force anything. If you feel the need to force something, something's wrong there. Obviously something's wrong. But if you just let things happen the way it's supposed to happen, then you don't have to worry. All in all, To summarize these red flags, if you see something mm, that, you know, kind of raises some ding in your head in the beginning when you're talking to somebody, make sure that you're not blinded by it. Make sure that you keep a mental note about it because the more that you try and make excuses for him, And I keep saying him, but obviously you can think vice versa. The more you make excuses for him, the more you imagine and fantasize this imaginary relationship in your head that you think maybe one day it's going to work. But you can't do that because you know what? He's not thinking the same thing about you. You're imagining this all in your head in hopes that one day it's going to work out. But like I said... Don't force anything. Things will happen the way it's supposed to happen. If you see some major red flag, don't make excuses. Leave him. Drop him. 
You are so much, you are worth so much more than that. And you need to realize that and you need to see it because you're the only person that that can get yourself out of the situation. He's going to let you stay in for as long as possible. He's going to reel you in as long as he can before he goes to the next one. And once you leave, he can find a replacement so fast. He's going to be like, all right, you're gone. Let me go to the next one and let me fumble the bag with her. But if you leave right at the drop of a red flag, then you don't waste your time. You don't waste your energy on somebody who doesn't deserve you. I could go on and on about red flags, but these are the top three that I feel like everyone will go through at least once in their dating life. And I hope that you guys learned how to deal with them and that it's not that bad. It's not that bad when you think about it. That was a sign. The red flags are a sign for you to go. But if you're not taking those signs, you're going to be lost in the traffic. Trust me. You're going to be blind and lost in the traffic. So that was it for today's episode on With a Capital T. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I will see you guys next week on Tuesday on Spotify or Apple Podcasts.